The universe is a pretty big place. The funny thing is, each of us who live here occupy our own little world. Take the case of Tip, an ordinary girl with a mom who loves her and a cat named Pig. Now she never imagined that a million miles away was a lonely fellow named O. Hello! A low-ranking member of a nomadic race called the Boove. Give Daddy some sugar! Looking for a safe place to call home. What plant grows these delicious fruits? Chances are these two would never meet. But the universe is nothing if not unpredictable. If you do not let me go, then I will shoot forth the lasers from my eyeballs. You can do that? Yes. <laughs> from DreamWorks Animation. What did you do to my car? It should hover much better now. I am prepared to accept one of your traditional gestures of human gratitude. Our tradition is to punch you in the nose. Hold still. Your gratitude is implied. The creators of the crews. Your vehicle is infested. He's my pet. Now he is vibrating. Is he going to explode? And how to train your dragon. What is your name? My friends call me Tip. I am O. O? I have been given this name by my many, many friends. Good morning. Uh... Hi, guys. Oh. Hello. Oh. They're uncatchable. Why are they after you? I has made a few mistakes. <laughs> Oops. Arrest that move! They're unpredictable. What is happening to my body? It's called dancing. <laughs> My hands are in the air like I just do not care. And their journey around the world. My turn for driving. Keys, please. You are a terrible driver. You'll be unforgettable. Look, I has found our car. Now it's all out Are you trying to drive me crazy? DreamWorks Home. Sweet home, happy human town. Where every human on earth is in Australia. That doesn't make much sense, does it? Could it? That's 7 billion people. That's 7 billion people on, on one <laughs> continent. Well, maybe if we... Yeah, these are aliens. Yeah. Far superior than us. They have better technology, and you saw how a lot of the the happy human home towns made in was it Schmeckland? Schmeckland. What's <laughs> yeah. his name? Shrek? Smeg, I think, is the the <laughs> the leader of the Booves. Yeah, 
so anyways, <laughs> you saw, you saw how they were like um, arranging the, t- the towns and everything. They were like in a circular like crop circle. They kind of looked like Epcot, like original concept Epcot. Mm, there it is. There you go. Smart. The experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Yeah. Or as one bus driver told me, every person comes out tired. <laughs> and I told him, no, that's not what Epcot stands for. <laughs> oh, hey, you well, just guess... drive a bus. <laughs> what do you know? Well, guess what? Dream tricks make the dream work. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to this episode <coughs> of Dream Tricks Podcast. This is a show where we watch and talk about every DreamWorks movie in order, no matter what. My name is Kenneth. This here is my good friend and co-host, Mr. John. Hi, Kenneth. Hi, John. Oh, how's, how's it going? It's okay. I've been better. I yeah, just finished I moving. I'm exhausted. I'm not feeling so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this... Listeners, look check the time on this one because this might be our shortest episode ever. This is, it's a, it's, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm I've been better. I've been better. Okay, but I'm excited to talk with my good friend John. Can't keep our listeners hanging, you know. Yeah, you know it, it's uh it's our responsibility to make sure that we're keeping on schedule. You know, we got to catch up. Yeah to movie number like what 41 42 now something like that with bad guys that recently came out that i've yeah. still yet to see me too it's available for digital purchase now i think oh well you know why rush it i'll see it by the end of the year yeah exactly we'll, yeah. we'll get there i heard it's good though oh yeah i heard great things well we yeah. you all, everyone here heard great things because it was a uh, um hunter came on and oh, told yeah, us that's right how good it is. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. I got a oh, nasty careful, cough. Man. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just sitting in a chair. I'll be fine. Anyway, Whoa, I'm, I'm dodging him. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, before we get to today's movie, today's topic, uh, we have a couple other things to get to first. Uh, first of all, good friend, a previous guest and uh, Flavor Town reporter Elena tweeted at us this tweet, and it's a picture of the DreamWorks logo with the little boy sitting on the moon with a fishing pole. And the tweet reads, uh, "It's it's uh, from a Twitter user with the handle at Z Royal Gang. <coughs> Z Royal Gang." Um, and the tweet says, "I've said it once. Now I'll say it again. An animated movie about this MF." would slap so hard <laughs> moon boy moon boy as uh oh what was her name we have a listener who likes to draw pictures and write stories about moon boy and all his friends so mm. maybe she can uh help out with this project all his friends what what friends do they have are they other like movie company logos yeah like, i think they go, are does he go hang out at the disney castle and also hang out with <laughs> the spotlights. Uh, yes. Yeah, they are all characters based on other movie studio logos. Um, Hangs out with the TriStar Unicorn Pegasus. <laughs> the lady from Columbia with, Pictures. Uh, yeah, Columbia Pictures. <laughs> and the word Sony. 
<laughs> yeah, Columbia Sony and uh, TriStar Sony. That's their last name. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's see. In the in the replies to this tweet, a lot of people are asking questions like, <laughs> "How did he get up there?" Um, which in the DreamWorks animation logo, he he gets up there with balloons. Um, yes. Somebody else said, uh, "Same." There's always some weird shit happening up there. Uh, and it's a compilation of different variations on the logo where things happen to him. Like he gets abducted by a UFO. He yep. falls and hits him, his head on the both angles of the moon. Uh, he gets knocked out by one of the penguins. Uh, yep. <laughs> lots of lots of na- like weird stuff happening to the him moon, over there. The moon calls him Jack. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the moon told me so. Yeah. <laughs> Someone posted a screenshot of a, I guess, like a Yahoo questions or something. The question is, what is the DreamWorks guy fishing for? And uh, the number one answer here is human souls. He's fishing for human souls. Oh, I thought the number one answer would have been compliments. <laughs> fishing for likes. Yeah. Um. Oh, whoa, what the heck is this? Small soldiers? Uh, this is uh, this is from Game Logos for DreamWorks Interactive. Oh, okay. Oh, the small... Oh, the... Oh, my goodness. In the logo for the uh, Small Soldiers video game, the uh, Commando Elites climb up his fishing line and uh, beat him up. Oh, and God. throw him off the edge of the moon. That's scary. I'll send this to you here. I don't know if I want to see this. It's pretty fun. Oh, okay. If it's fun, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it's silly, but it's violent. If it's something else, uh, something else that's remotely scary, I, I will not like it. Oh, you send it in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the Deke logo. Deke is oddly terrifying. <laughs> Uh, and there's also the, oh God. Oh, they threw him off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what happens. That's I I would be freaking out if that was that child. Yeah. He should get down from there. Yeah. Get, get down. (laughs) Let me. Oh, he was yanked uh... down by velociraptors. Oh, for, for what? Um, I think the lost world Jurassic park video game. I'm guessing. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. This this is how how much we don't want to talk about <laughs> home. Well, here we go because there's one more topic that I want to get to, and that is there's been another movie that came out recently that has DreamWorks characters in it because it has characters from like every every studio, every company. Of course, I'm talking about a movie we've both seen multiple times, very much enjoyed, and that's Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yes. On Disney Plus. Uh we haven't talked too much about it. So what were you what what like give me your, your quick review of Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Um so a lot of people at work that I heard about talking about it or anything like that, all of them are saying that it's a sequel to Roger Rabbit in a sense that humans and tunes living together in the real world and tunes 
basically playing parts but not really themselves which kind of makes sense but it when i try to think back to roger rabbit it's like that did happen for some characters like uh herman baby herman uh, uh yeah. from uh from roger rabbit didn't have the exactly the same voice that he did as a baby yeah you know things like that so that kind of makes sense in that aspect but um yeah it's 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 a interesting concept when they first announced like rescue rangers movie on disney plus i was thinking oh okay maybe it's gonna be like a reboot thing and instead it's very tongue-in-cheek very like we're gonna play this a whole different way where all the characters from Chippendale Rescue Rangers are actually played by <laughs> actors, quote well, yeah. unquote. Um, so I thought it was some they they chose to not take the easy route and just you know let's make all these characters come back, have them come back together and solve them a mystery and uh, you know save the day kind of deal. No, they they went a different route with it, and yeah. I enjoyed. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed how how they kind of uh, poked fun at like reboots and remakes, things like that. Um, talking about other different cartoon characters, and there's a lot of different cartoon characters, not just Disney too. Yeah. Oh yeah, which well, kind of, and- which kind of segues into. Yeah, our topic here, which is and spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want to, <coughs> you want to be surprised by things like this, um, maybe skip ahead thirty seconds or so, maybe a minute. But um, there's some DreamWorks characters in the movie. There are. We've got a uh, well, we've got a an appearance of some Shrek <laughs> body wash, I think. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's which pretty funny. Gets melted down in and used to make uh porta potties oh is that what for, it is i don't remember yeah, for that sweet pete <laughs> the they and uh i think dale makes the joke they melt down the toys into toy lets oh that's right yeah yeah that's funny um but then and they also we also get a cameo appearance in a crazy moment that like seems just in, like impossible in the world of movie making where uh, four Seth Rogen voiced characters appear in the same scene at the same time. Yes. <laughs> it's so, uh, the newly animated uh, Pumbaa from The Lion uh, King. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's what what dwarf is he playing? For, for, which movie is that from? I think he's an original character, but he's supposed to look like something from a Beowulf like something with that style of animation, but I don't think he's from something. Okay. But you get Pumbaa, and along with Pumbaa, who is voiced by Seth Rogen, yeah. you also get Mantis from Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. the DreamWorks picture, yes. which is voiced by Seth Rogen, and uh-huh. Bob from Monsters vs. Aliens. <laughs> yes. So that, I mean, very... Uh, I feel like that's a joke that's might've been done before once or twice, but in, in this, um, in this way that they've done it is kind of like a little jarring because it's Disney and DreamWorks working hand in hand with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which you wouldn't think that the other companies would play ball with Disney, 
which is, you know, because Disney's kind of a monopoly. Well, yeah, moment. Disney's a monopoly. And also DreamWorks was made as a like a, an anti-Disney type of uh, move from its creators. Exactly. So the fact that they they got DreamWorks to kind of cooperate with them in order to make something that's for Disney, yeah, they've had they would have had to have paid DreamWorks for the those character appearances, but for DreamWorks to play ball is kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, interesting. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chippendale, really funny movie. I've heard so many people being like, oh, I'm so sick of these reboots, and I'm like, have you seen it yet? And they're like, no, it just looks horrible. I'm like. Okay, so okay. the thing that you're complaining about is the thing that the movie is um, commentary on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is the anti-reboot reboot. Yeah. Um, like, I, they're making this movie for you if you hate reboots. Yeah. Um, if you hate the live-action Lion King, if you hate the live-action Disney animated remakes, and you um, are sick of this cash grab type thing, this is a movie that's... Uh, using that as part of its story to tell a new story in a world similar to that Roger Rabbit world. And it's just so much fun and truly yeah. hilarious, like genuinely hilarious. Loved it. But yeah, yeah it was and, good. Yeah, it was good. Well, enough with the preamble of, I guess we have to get to today's topic. And yes, that is uh, today's film home. Uh, Home was released uh, March, well, it had its premiere March 7th, 2015 at the BIFF. I don't know what that is. British Independent Film Festival, maybe? It's not an independent film, though. Who knows? Um, And then wide release March 27th, 2015 in the United States. It's directed by Tim Johnson. A screenplay by Tom J. (coughs) Astle and Matt Ember. Based on... The True Meaning of Snack Day by Adam Rex. Uh, starring the voices of Jim Parsons, Rihanna, Steve Martin, Jennifer Lopez, and Matt Jones. A budget of $135 million and a box office gross of $386 million. All right. Uh, you know, I just finished watching this movie mere minutes ago. Yeah. But I think I've already blocked it from my memory. Is there any way you can help me with that, John? Sure, I can do that for you. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a part of the show where we like to do the plop synopsis. Now, I know what you're thinking. You mean plot synopsis. No, no, no. This is the plop synopsis. Basically, I watched Home. And I took notes about what I saw on the screen. And hopefully I would like to tell you about all the things that happened in home in less than a minute and 30 seconds. Now, if I happen to tell you all the stuff that happened in home in less than a minute and 30 seconds, then I will be rewarded with some creamy mashed potatoes and gravy from red rooster. What's red rooster. You say you've never (laughs) been to Australia. You say, well, much like the people in home that got moved to Australia, they too enjoyed creamy mashed potatoes and chicken from Red Rooster, not a sponsor, a fast food <laughs> joint in Australia. Now, however, if it takes me more than a minute and 30 seconds to tell you about the plop synopsis of home, 
then uh, I will be uh, rewarded with a green piece from Red Rooster. Now, nothing against Red Rooster, but I don't care for just green peas by themselves. Put in some fried rice. We'll talk. Anyways. All right. Kenneth. Well, yeah, that sets us up pretty nicely here. So. You're ready, John? I'm ready. Well, then we'll get started with this plop synapse in lights, camera, action. Aliens who are cowards invade Earth and relocate 7 billion people onto one remote location while they inhabit the rest of the planet. One human child is left in the city and along with her cat is on search to find her mom. One alien is unliked by their fellow aliens and feels alone. He decides to invite someone to a housewarming party but sends his invite to everyone in the galaxy instead, thereby inviting bad aliens to where Earth is. Both the alien, O, and the human, Tip, meet after and after a rocky start become allies. The other aliens are looking for O in order to cancel his invite. O wants to go to Antarctica to be alone. Tip wants to go to Paris to look for her mom. The cat's name is Pig. Tip's full name is Gratuity Tucci, and the Gorg want their shusher back. An alien named Kyle is sent to find O and get his password for his email. He finds them, but they escape. O and Tip bond and learn to understand each other while traveling together. The aliens decide to guess the password. The duo makes it to Paris, cancel the invite, and find Tip's mom, but they're captured by the Boove. They escape and make their way to Australia, where Tip's mom is located. They make it, but find out the Gorg have made it to Earth. O decides to run away while the other Boove... With the other booth, while Tip stays to find her mom, O saves the booth by using Gorg's superchip. O is made the new captain of the booth. O leaves the booth and heads back to Earth to help Tip find her mom. The Gorg land on Earth to destroy it, but O returns the thing that it that Schmeck stole from them with Tip's help. O is squished by the Gorg ship. No, he's not. Turns out the Shusher was an egg containing an entire generation of Gorg happy to be ending. Well, all right. It was worth it in the end because you're going to get yourself some nice mashed potatoes. Mm, 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 mm. A minute 26. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Um, Lots of dumb names. Oh, that. <laughs> Kenneth, her name. Her name is Gratuity Tucci. It's the dumbest thing ever. Let me just get it out of the way right now. This movie sucked and I hated everything about it. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Kenneth! I hate it. Nice. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> I the the way. What that do you the, hate about Gratuity Tucci? How could I don't you hate. hate I don't women? hate her necessarily. I don't like her name. Um. Okay. This movie does everything wrong. Let's start, <laughs> okay. Let's start with what you liked. What did you like about Home? Um. The animation looked kind of nice. It looked good. <laughs> okay. That's about good it. Good animation. Yeah. Okay, that's about it. That's about it. Um, okay. So didn't care for any of the music. Didn't no, I care thought the music for... was really annoying throughout the whole movie. That theme song that the car has whenever the car turns on, that's yeah. like, like, a, like a club beat. I hated that. I don't like that there's <laughs> all, every song is a Rihanna or Jennifer Lopez song. It's yeah. a movie that feels so stuck in its time when it was made. Um, yeah. Like m- music that's too modern ha- has the ability to uh, backfire. And it's only been seven years since this movie came out and it already feels like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you're saying a lot of the stuff has not stood the test of time for this movie, in- including Jim Parsons. I don't like Jim Parsons. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. 
and I found <laughs> the, the speech patterns of the Boov to be really annoying. Um, I never liked the Big Bang Theory. Uh, well, that's something you and I can agree on. Uh, some <laughs> someone that I used to uh, work with at a comic book store said they despised Big Bang Theory because it made nerds just like it's so stereotypical yet not right (laughs) if that makes any sense it makes nerds out to be these people who do nerdy things and and say nerdy stuff and uh, you know that's not who nerds are right they're they're entirely different people and yes some people might see big bang theory and see that archetype of nerd and go oh yeah that's who i want to be and that's who i want to aspire to be but let me tell you those people uh except for our listeners those people pretty annoying (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i never i couldn't get into big bang theory it's just uh, like that show made it's me the, mad whenever I would see like any clip of it, any like any minute of that show I would see, I'd be like, "This is terrible. Why do people like this? This, this is a bad yeah. show." Yeah, it's the it was the next evolutionary step for Friends, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't in, know. In we might of, have some uh, hot takes in terms of uh, multicam or no, yeah, multicam sitcoms. Yeah, with the. Uh, what is it canned laughter yeah the studio audience um, like imagine taking all the laughter out of big bang theory it'd be people just saying a one line and then every everyone just uh pausing and and staring awkwardly at each other <laughs> yeah waiting yeah. for the other person to respond <laughs> and like, like the things they say are never funny yeah uh like Barry, you do know the root of uh, 42 is 7, right? And that's where the audience cracks And that's where up. the audience laughs and then goes, was it 42? I can't be sure. And yeah. then there's more laughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not a joke. Those aren't, that's yeah. not funny. Um, so yeah, I don't like, I don't like Tim Parsons. Uh, and I found Do you his... not like him because whenever you think about him, he you automatically think of big bang theory or do you not prefer his performance in home? Um, both. I found his performance in home to be pretty much the same as what I understand Sheldon to be. Um, okay. So I was like, Oh, well, yeah, they got that guy because he's playing the character the same way as his most famous character. I've never seen him do anything else other than his cameo in the Muppets, um, mm-hmm. during man versus or man or Muppet. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what, what else he does. I resented, I resent his all his Emmy wins. Like he won so <laughs> many Emmys for that role, and it's like this is yeah bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Give those prizes back. You don't deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> Give us back those prizes that yeah. you won. <laughs> How many Emmys did he win? Let me see if I can find it. I'm gonna search for it too. Jim Parsons. <laughs> Let's see. Awards and nominations. Primetime uh, Emmy. One, two, 
three, four, five. Looks like he's won four times for Big Bang Theory. That's too many. And was nominated a total of six times. There you go. Yeah. Uh, things like that are why I don't even, I don't pay attention to the Emmys at all anymore. Because I used to yeah. really care about all those types of awards. And then like, sure. Alec Baldwin won for 30 Rock every year. And Steve Carell <laughs> never won for The Office. That's right. He never won. And it's like. He never won an Emmy. That, that's criminal. Yeah. That's criminal. It's a shame. Like, Alec, Alec Baldwin did a fine job. Don't get me wrong. But like, you don't have to win every year. Like, can't they spread it around? Yeah. Like, what could you have been doing every year to top the year that you did previously <laughs> right. in order to win the same award over and over again? Yeah. Like, I think of oh, giving people awards for, for acting and for things like that. It's like, you have to outdo yourself. You you have to put yourself in a role and and become something you're not and give an amazing performance. And no. No, yeah. you don't. It's all political. It's all based on oh, who yeah. you know and how much money you give and how you promote and how how you work along with the companies and everything like that. That's that's all it is. It's a popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I if I had to choose which like path, career path I would have taken between Alec Baldwin and Steve Carell, I would choose Steve Carell hands down. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get any uh, Emmys, but I also wouldn't inadvertently <laughs> kill someone. Oh no! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you know, want to know something crazy? I'm looking up this book that this movie is based on, "The True Meaning of Smek Day," and yes. uh, it was published by Disney Hyperion. So why wasn't this huh. a Disney movie? That's a great question. Well. This was a DreamWorks movie, but it was also distributed by Fox, was it not? Yeah. Was, it, was this at... So, 2015, that was not the time that Disney acquired Fox just yet. No, Disney didn't until, acquire Fox till a couple years ago. Okay. Maybe like 2018, 2019, maybe. Um, okay. Fox was still Fox, and they... I think Universal would buy DreamWorks a year later after this in 2016. Okay. All right. Um, so right now, DreamWorks is an independent studio that has a distribution deal with 20, 20th Century Fox. In in 2015. In yes, this at this at this point. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Um, that's a great question. Uh, this this book published by Disney Hyperion. Uh, maybe that was something that they were waiting to do, and then maybe DreamWorks came along and say, "Hey, we, we want to adapt this." You want to hear something wild? Let's this is it. weird. Okay. So the story is narrated in first person by a 12-year-old girl in eighth grade and takes the form of a school-assigned essay intended for submission to a national competition and expected to be uh, stored in a time capsule to be opened in 100 years. Um, the protagonist is gratu <laughs> Gratuity Tip Tucci, who must survive on her own at age 11 after her mother is abducted by an alien race called the Boove the entire Boove population arrives in the fleet of ships on Christmas Eve and use their advanced technology to take over the Earth without bloodshed. The Boove promptly rename Earth Christmas Smekland. Oh, they rename Earth and Christmas Smekland and Smek Day, respectively, in honor of their leader, Captain Smek. 
So uh, then on moving day, when all humans are required by the Boov to relocate to Florida, <laughs> Chip what? evades being transported by the Boov and instead drives the family car to Florida in search of her mother. When the car breaks down, Tip reluctantly joins forces with the fugitive boov mechanic who had taken the name J-Lo, thinking it <laughs> to be a common Earth name. Oh, man. This is starting to explain a lot. Yeah. Tip learns that the overly friendly J-Lo <laughs> was fleeing from his fellow boov because while modifying radio tower antennas for boov use, he had accidentally transmitted a strong test signal in the wrong direction. The signal gave away the Earth's location to the Gorg, a violent alien race who had previously conquered the Boov's home planet. Basically, all I wanted to get to was the fact that he had, and the character in the book is called J-Lo instead of O, and then J-Lo is a voice in the movie. Yes. Wow. So they, they, they probably took some of that story and was like, how can we... Can we get J-Lo on, on this yeah. <laughs> kind of deal? Oh, man. Well, it's, I mean, his name in the movie is not J-Lo, but it is O. So maybe there's something there. And yeah. they, then they're really like, well, how can we make his name O? Make as, him annoying. As I was watching, yeah, boy, and that really worked too well. <laughs> He's so annoying. Um, This... Dang it, what was I going to say? <laughs> I don't like this movie. <laughs> okay. I, I you you spoke about it uh, a little bit earlier with the uh with the dialect that the boo views and yeah. everything like that. Like I do's, I has. Yeah. Uh, I have a plan, you know. Yeah. You will you like come it. to my warming of the house party. Yeah. I remember I what know, I was going to say. I'm glad to know that this movie is based on a book because as I was watching it, I was just like, this better be based on something because if not, <laughs> I, I don't understand how this movie came together. <laughs> yeah. You're like, if this is an original idea, wow. <laughs> yeah. If this is not an original idea, it explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Okay. I can for, I can forgive a lot about the movie knowing it's based on a book now, but, yeah. but it's still not enough. Yeah. Still not enough. Not enough. Um, man. So is there, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I thought was good about the movie <laughs> that I liked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just starts so quick. It, it like gets right into it within like the first five minutes. They've already invaded earth uh relocated all the people to australia all seven billion people in the world yeah um they're they're already like they're not necessarily getting rid of stuff they just changed the gravity on earth and anything that they come across on earth that they're like oh well we don't need any of these like i think the first scene is like one of the booth tried to ride a bicycle and he falls off immediately and they're like well this is useless yeah so they hit a button and they take all the bicycles on earth and they just ball up all the bicycles in one weightless ball of bicycles that just kind of floats around on around earth. Yeah. You know what? I just remembered something, Mm. some, I found an inconsistency in the film. So when they do that with the bicycle, 
they also do it with toilets. And there's a big floating yes. ball of toilets. But then when O and Tip are on their trip. On the gas station. They, yeah. yeah, they stop at a bathroom and he drinks out of a toilet. Yes. So um, there's also another inconsistency. Tell me. He says all the boob get uh, like a number of penalties, a n- number of mistakes that they can make. Nine mm. mistakes and you're and you're kicked out of the booth. Okay. This guy's made 62 mistakes. <laughs> and he's still in the booth. Yeah, they need to erase him. Yeah. <laughs> like how how did he get around making 62 mistakes and and not get erased or get kicked out of the booth? Like how? You know what? How is a better like movie or like version of this same concept is invader zim in yeah invader invader zim zim is an outcast of his alien race he is like very eager and wants to prove himself and no one believes in him so they i don't yeah so they send him to conquer earth and they give him a useless robot uh sidekick and he thinks he's doing all this great work, but really they just left him there to be like, ah, that, that way he won't cause any, you know, he yeah. won't get in the way. <laughs> yeah. That way he's left to his own devices on planet Earth. Yeah. He's not going to really conquer it. I mean, yeah, we sent him there and he's super ambitious <laughs> about it, but it's never going to happen. He always makes mistakes. He always messes up. Yeah. We just need to get him out of our hair. Let's send him to Earth. And I like that version better. Like, they made him too annoying. Like it really is. Like I understand the idea of the character being an outcast, um, and like that nobody likes him. But like they just went too far with it, in my opinion. He's just I don't like him. Yeah. Um. And like, yeah, he's cool at the end, I guess, when he becomes the leader of the Boove, and he becomes the new captain. Um, yeah. Like, he learns his lesson and he becomes pretty okay. But, like, I don't know. The journey of getting there was uh, not enjoyable to me. Yeah. When I was watching this, my brother sat down near the end of the film. And uh, he watched about, I want to say, the last 20, last maybe last 30 minutes with me. And uh, I was looking at him and I was like, this, is, this movie's rough. <laughs> and he and he looked over at me and said saccharin and I'm like huh it's like look it up and i looked it up as saccharin uh usually used to describe food it's it's a term used to describe something that's just too sweet yes so I, and i and i think that's what they've done with these characters is that they've tried to make them something that's like too sweet too cute maybe too just too much yeah too much um, i agree yeah and I, I honestly can't think of anything the only thing that i liked about this film was maybe the car the car was pretty cool and i liked yeah. the how it had like a personality like almost like it was alive yeah, it, it dies yeah yeah um, I like that it's it runs on slushy machines, like from Seven Eleven. Yeah, I'm I, trying I, to. The, there was a name 
used for it. For the car? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that. Um, uh, but another example of something where I was like, why I don't like this movie was, you know, all of the different slushy flavors. Um, Slushicious. That's the. What? I, I think that's what it was named. Slushicious. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but all the different flavors had uh, like funny names and they always, you know, giggle at Busta Grape Limes. Escape. Yep. Busta Lime, Grape Escape, and. Was I don't remember. Tangerine? No, I don't remember something. But Orange. They love the joke of Busta Lime. <laughs> and like anytime any character says it, they giggle about it. And like yeah. I don't I don't like that. I don't yeah. like a movie having to make sure that we know that something is funny by making its characters laugh at it. Yeah. Like if you believe in the joke, it's it should be funny enough to us just hearing it ourselves and not <laughs> having a character be like, right? Right? It's isn't it yeah. funny? <laughs> I I also didn't care for uh like immediately whenever uh, Captain Smek eats the football. Uh, he produces a lot of gas, so you already got like fart jokes. Yeah. Uh, the the urinal, the drinking the pee joke. At yeah, the yeah. Gas station. Do not do not like, eat the blue mints. Eh, do, we don't, don't eat it. the blue mints and don't drink the lemonade out of the out of the the bowl. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, it was I don't just like it. yeah. Well. Let's talk about uh, the next topic of our discussion, which is whether <laughs> this film passes a very important academic test. That is the baby got bagdal test. This is a test where we're going to run this movie through an important two-part question. Those two parts are, is Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot in this film? And two, should Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot be in this film? Um... So first of all, no, it's not. No, Baby Got Back is not in this movie. But I wish it was because that way we would have some other songs other than... And I don't dislike Rihanna. I don't want that to come across. But like, I don't like that every song is by her in this movie. Well, by her or by J-Lo. Yeah, or I think Charlie XCX does one. But like, I think Rihanna wrote all the songs. Um, yeah. And most of the time when a song comes on it's her voice and it's i don't i just don't like that why do you think that that was a mistake in your opinion um because okay you know how a lot of times you can kind of roll your eyes at the casting of a movie because you're like oh my gosh they only cast this person for the name recognition not because they're the best person for the role and like the most ultimate version of that that I've ever seen is not only do we cast this person, but they also did the whole soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Um, not even like, it just feels like, I don't think she's wrong for the part. I think that she does a good job as this character as tip gratuity Tucci. God, I hate it. Um, <laughs> I think she does a good job playing that character, but um it just, I don't know, something about it rubs me the wrong way of like, okay, Rihanna plays her and Rihanna does all the songs. If you like Rihanna, you got to come see this movie. Yeah, that's based, this was a uh, Rihanna vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I looked up uh, Tim Johnson after this movie was over and was like, 
Uh, who? What else did he do? Yeah, Kenneth. Tim Johnson also directed Ants. Oh, he also directed Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas. Okay, and Over the Hedge. <sighs> okay. Over the Hedge also has a soundtrack done by one artist completely. Oh yeah, Ben, ben Folds. Ben Folds. So I think this is something where he was like, ah, Over the Hedge did all right. <laughs> we had one person do the soundtrack. Why don't we have one person do the soundtrack? Wait, we're getting Rihanna? Sheesh. Let's just have her do <laughs> let's just have her do the voice of tip. Yeah. Easy. You're hired. This if you yeah, if it makes perfect sense that the director of Over the Hedge also did this movie. Yeah. But I don't know, like as I was watching this movie, I was like, is this my least favorite DreamWorks movie? And I don't know that it's the worst one necessarily, but it's the least it's the least fun. It's the most egregious. Yeah. Like there's other ones that I think are worse, but they're so bad that it's kind of magnificent. It's like spectacular how bad they are. Spirit? It's, uh no, Spirit's not spectacularly bad. Spirit is just boring. Um Okay. But Spirit has its integrity to keep it going. Um yeah. Shark Tale is uh spectacularly bad. Okay. In a way where it's like you kind of have to watch how bad this movie is. It's like almost fun how crazy yeah. it is. You go full full circle. You go so past the needle that you go all the way back around. Yeah. I was yeah. listening actually earlier to a podcast. It's a it's like behind a paywall on Comedy Bang Bang World. Um, a show called uh, Scott Hasn't Seen, where Scott Ackerman watches movies he's never seen before, and then they talk to a guest about it. And so the episode that came out the day that Chippendale Rescue Rangers came out, their guest was Akiva Schaffer, who directed Chippendale Rescue Rangers and is a member of The Lonely Island, directed Hot Rod and Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping, and you know pretty much all of the SNL digital shorts. And they were talking yeah. to him about animation, and Scott was talking about when he worked on Shark Tale, he worked on three DreamWorks movies, and only two of them actually were made. Um, he worked on Shark Ackerman? Tale. Yeah. What Scott did he do? Ackerman. Scott Ackerman. He, he, he was a writer. He was um, like a story uh, person, I think. Oh, my gosh. Um, but he, he worked on Shark Tale, Puss in Boots, and Shark Tale 2, um, which, of, of course, never happened. Uh, but he was saying that Shark Tale doesn't work because the way animated movies are made, you kind of just make them as you go and figure out what works and what doesn't as you're making it. And he w could see that the movie wasn't working and he was trying to convince everyone like, hey, we need to like pivot this because this isn't working. It's not very good. And he said that like they held on to their original idea of what the story should be for way too long. And then when they eventually realized like, dang, he's right. Uh, this doesn't really work. Um, we're going to have to like almost start over at that point. Like the movie was six months away from releasing and like, it was kind it's of too, too late, late to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also um, in Puss in Boots, apparently Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted like one of the three musketeers uh, to be a character in the movie that teaches Puss in Boots how to be a swashbuckler. And, like, he wasn't going to learn how to use a sword until, like, halfway through the movie. And Scott 
and his team were like, hey, we think that he should start already being a swashbuckler. Like, yes, we can have that flashback that starts it with him as a kid. But like when we come out of that, we need to meet Puss in Boots fully formed because uh, like it's going to be boring if we have to wait half the movie for him to become the character Puss we know. Boots. Yeah. And apparently like all of the, the studio people were like, mm, I see what you're saying. And like, I kind of agree, but unfortunately it's Jeffrey. And uh, so there's not really anything we can do. <laughs> um, but then of, of, of course they did eventually uh, come around on that and they must have, I think he, he didn't, I don't remember if he said he finished or if he stayed on Puss in Boots all the way to the end. Like, I think they might've like let him go. And then mm. when he saw the movie, he was like, oh, yep, see, they did what I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for them. But this Good movie, for him. Yeah, good for him. That was a really good episode of yeah. Scott Hasn't Seen. Um, but anyway, this movie, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> what, what would you have done differently to make this movie good? I don't, I don't know. Um... It's not it's not something as simple as it was with uh what was another one that we had fixed? We were like, you know what it should be this. I don't think I don't even think there's something I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember which movie. <laughs> we like that easily was. fixed a movie recently. We did. <laughs> and it and it wasn't even like a terrible movie, I don't think. Was it Oh, it was Turbo. It was Turbo. Yeah, it needed to be more about racing and uh, street racing instead of going to the Indy 500. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we fixed Turbo real easy. To me, I don't think the problem with Home is the story. The problem with Home is every choice made in telling the story. Mm. Um. So I think this could be a good movie if it was a completely different movie. In a tiny cast too. There's only like five or six people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy when the credits started rolling and I saw like the cast was like five people. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't really recognize um uh what's his name? Steve Martin's voice. Like oh, I was, it was Captain Smeck? Yeah, every time I heard Captain Smeck talking, I was like, Who is that? Who is that? I yeah. thought it was Jeffrey Tambor for most of the movie. No. Until I looked it that, up and I was like, Oh, yeah. Steve Martin. Yeah. Which good for him, he got paid. Yeah. And Frank Welker as the voice of Pig. So this cat is the same voice as Megatron. And Scooby-Doo, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, kudos. Yeah, he's done so many animals. And <laughs> Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How up? Yeah. Cool. Good for Frank Welker. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Baby Got Back. Yeah, I would have put it in the movie. It doesn't even matter when it goes. Just have it in there. Yeah. They failed. I mean, what doesn't... He shakes his butt every now and then when he's he dancing. Does. He does. There is twerking song. in this film. Yeah. When they're in the car. Yeah, when they're in the car and when they're at his party at the end of the movie. Could have yeah. had Baby Got Back. Might have made this movie a little more fun. This movie is frantic, but not fun. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does make sense. It's just like moving so much and it's like, I don't care about what's happening. Then there are a lot of movies named home. 
<laughs> yeah, and I kind of don't even really get why it's called home. Yeah. Like, is it is Earth the home, or are we talking about home as like a, a family? Yeah. Oh, it could be. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, pitch the theme park. I don't want to. You maybe don't there, want to. Maybe there could be a hotel. What the heck? Do you hear? Ding. Do you hear that? I hear it. Ding ding ding. That's a crazy train. A, I I just moved. I wasn't that's prepared a loud for a crazy, crazy train. train. That's I think that's the first time ever that I've heard a train. keep it down. I hear the shark tail from my room right across the hall. This is my new roommate. This is Dirk the jerk. Oh, excuse me? I'm sorry, just Dirk. Thank you. This is <laughs> uh, uh Dirk, you can't hear John. Uh but I'm on the I'm on the line with John. I hear you just talking to yourself in here. <laughs> you don't have to make up the friends. Oh, uh, what 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 can I do uh Dirk? I need you to stop with the shark tail hate. You know everybody that's, that's the best Dreamworks movie. I can just hear it from over there, all right? All right. I'm number, sorry. Number 1 shark tail, number 2 horse movie. Which I, I love so good. I'm calling it that because I listen to your guys' podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm a huge fan. I'm so glad you live here, but I need you to stop with it. All right. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Well, thank we'll... you. Also, there's one dish out in the in the sink. It's been there for five minutes. I'll wash it. Yeah. Wait, five minutes. I've been in here for like. Like I said, I'm, I'm watching it. <laughs> I've been in here for almost an hour doing I don't this. Want to hear about it? <laughs> it's been five minutes since I looked at it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'll, I will wash it, okay? All right, I'm going to go feed my fish. His name is Oscar. Your fish's name is Oscar? Yeah, from Shark Tale. Oh, from Shark Tale, of course. Okay. Okay. Keep, like I said, keep down with Shark Tale. Like, other than that, keep up the good work. Okay. Thank you, Dirk. All right. That was a crazy train. It's oh. gone. See, see you later. All right. Oh, this baby got back. Is this in your, your young Sheldon movie here? Yeah, I think it should be. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. That was Dirk, my new roommate. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Um, no, no, it's quite all right. Uh, wait, who are you apologizing to? Me or um, the audience? <laughs> I guess the audience. I don't know. It was. I've never had an interruption like that before. Yeah. He started playing a train noise on his phone. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't a real crazy train at all, huh? No, there's no train tracks around here where I am now. Oh, that's right. You're you're not at the apartment anymore. No, I'm in a new place. You're you're somewhere much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, pitch the theme park, maybe a hotel based on happy humans land or happy humans town, but I don't want to go on a ride of this movie. So you want like, Hmm, Kenneth, that's interesting. Yeah. Make a, make a real Epcot. Okay. Let me, let me travel with you on this, uh, on this journey that you're taking us. Okay. You want to make a circular subdivision of um, moderately sized townhomes for guests visiting the Dream Jerks Park to visit. Because hotels, motels, they're passe. Holiday Inn. Done. Yeah. And Holiday Inn, been done. Yeah. Been so done. 
what if you created your own experimental prototype community of tomorrow where everyone does not come out tired? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> they come out feeling refreshed and clean and beautiful. Um, <laughs> um, so <laughs> this, this is interesting. Yeah. Interesting concept. They could be you like could... little, little like cabins or like little cabanas instead of like a one big building with hotel rooms in it. It's a sprawling land, like land. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. And it doesn't have to be like actual townhomes. Like you said, it could be cabanas where it's like a cabin with let's give it the amenities of a, of a full kitchen if you like on some of them others you don't have to if they just want to be like a one bedroom one living room one bathroom kind of dealio yeah um i'm thinking all the same options that you would have in a hotel room like it's essentially the same as a hotel room so you would have your basic hotel room and then you could also have your suites your uh you know what you know that that sort of thing. I don't know if there's yeah, another studio word apartments. Suites. Yeah, yeah. So it's a cool idea, the like, this little area. But like, I don't. I also don't know if anyone who watched the movie Home or anyone who comes to Dream Drake's Park is going to be like, we get to stay in the place from home. How cool! Yeah, no one's. I I don't think anyone's necessarily going to get that unless you put O in some of his friends in like some of the places yeah um but i also don't think families like if we took a trip ourselves to dream jerks land and stayed at the hotel i don't think we would want to have a a wake-up call in the morning that says oh you have done the awakening welcome friend (laughs) it's time to go to the dream jerks park yeah i don't want that (laughs) No. But, you know, it, it could be like Cabana Bay, where Cabana Bay is a hotel that people love um, yeah. just because like it, like, looks fun and it, like, it's not the nicest hotel in the world, but it's affordable and it's got a fun vibe. And if, yeah. if Happy Humans Town was like that, um, yeah. it might be a hit, even if you don't care about the movie. Yeah. I love Cabana Bay, dude. That, like, I haven't been to all of the hotels I've been to uh, Portofino, and uh, that's one of the first like resort hotels that Universal Orlando had. I think so it's, it, it is the first one. So you, can, if you're visiting there, you definitely feel like it's got a lot of wear and tear to it, especially some of the rooms. It's kind of like this. This place is nice, I guess. Um, I haven't been to Hard Rock hotel i i've like when you say you've around. been to them do you mean like stayed at them actually stayed at them okay i've actually stayed at portofino have not stayed at hard rock but i think i've walked around in the lobby once it's been such a long time since i've been there um have not stayed at aventura i have stayed at uh royal pacific which i thought i wasn't going to enjoy as much it's actually not that bad it has changed a little bit from what I've been told uh, by someone that stayed there when it first opened, but it's it's very nice now. I, I liked my I enjoyed my stay there. Yeah, um, and I have stayed at uh, what's the other Lowe's next to Aventura? Um, Sapphire Falls. 
yes, I've stayed. I got a chance to stay at Sapphire Falls whenever they were they they first opened. Yeah. And when I say first opened, they they were still doing construction. I remember. <laughs> I I walked I went and visited and walked around in that time and I was like this is uh this is not great. <laughs> yeah, this is not done yet. No, it's not. <laughs> but let me tell you something about Cabana Bay. I've stayed at Cabana Bay more times than I've stayed at any hotel ever. Wow. A- any resort ever. It's so good. I love it. it I I enjoy, and, I, and I'll say this, I enjoy the hotel portion more than the motel version okay. portion. Because there's two portions. There, there's like a whole backstory to this to this resort to this hotel okay it's like a a mom and pop uh opened up a motel and they they had their family there and their family grew up and their kids grew up and they took over the hotel and they built the hotel portion right next to the motel okay and it's all atomic age 1950s like mid-mod aesthetic it's so i cannot express to you how much i love this hotel i've never stayed there i've visited i've walked around i've visited there plenty of times but i've never stayed there i've only stayed at uh portofino bay and sapphire falls Mm. uh i love sapphire falls Um, sapphire falls is good yeah it's pretty it's pretty okay I like the um, the little lagoon they have there. The view, if you have a lagoon view room, is wonderful. Yeah, because the lagoon is gorgeous, and you can see like the Hulk and Doctor Doom's fear fall off in the background. It's just great. Okay, uh, I don't think I had a lagoon side view when I went. I, I think I had a pool side view, and that's where they were still working on the. Oh yeah, <laughs> still working on the pool. <laughs> um, so maybe that's why I have a a feeling of. Um, I forget what it's called. Blue Lagoon. <laughs> what? I keep on forgetting. Sapphire, Sapphire Falls. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how much I'm like. I, I don't really care for this hotel. Maybe I need to give it another chance. Yeah, it's really nice. And you need to. You need to uh, stay at Cabana Bay. It's. So I would love to. I would love to. The, Walk all, over the, to all, Volcano uh, Bay. Yeah. It's great. Which they recently built a tower right next to Volcano Bay uh, for Cabana Bay. Well, yeah, so, yeah. So they added more, more to the resort. Which I haven't stayed at the tower. The tower is like separate from the main portion. Which the main portion is the hotel. The hotel has like the dining area. It has. Uh, one of the pools, not the biggest pool, the biggest pool is at the motel. Mm. Uh, oh, that's side. the one with the big water slide, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the one that's it, the on hotel side, that's the one that has the lazy river, I, which I don't know if they still have it. Why wouldn't they? Uh, I think at some point they were they had it under construction or they're renovating it or something, so it wasn't open. Hmm. And maybe that was the thing where they're like, ah, we got another lazy river. <laughs> Actually, we got two lazy rivers in the water park right next door. Why do we need a lazy river here? <laughs> we don't need this. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. 
I so, hope every, yeah. all you listeners enjoyed us talking about Universal ho- Resort Hotels. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to add a resort hotel and make it uh, similar to home, which I, I don't know that a lot of people, like you said, I don't know that a lot of people would want to stay at home, but having that kind of like prototype community of people staying in like small cabana sized uh, um uh, hotel dormitory kind of thingies yeah something new something innovative something different to try yeah so yeah why not um i'm for it cool well then that does it um uh, <laughs> if, if i did if I did want anything from home in, in dream jerks park, it would be the car. Yeah. Or it would be like, um, maybe the different, uh, slushy flavors that you can get. Oh yeah. It's like a slushy stand. You walk up to the car and you can order. Oh, three different slushy flavors. Absolutely. All yes. Right, there it is. A mobile slushy Ooh. station that goes around dream jerks park. I wow. like what you're thinking and it's like I an, want it right now. <laughs> it's like an ice cream truck, but it's a it's a slushy car. Yeah. And you have to make it look like it's floating. So oh yeah. There has to be the tires on the side, but they have to be like uh three or four inches off the ground and they have to have a blue light that goes all the way around the car. Uh and then bubbles coming out of the car and uh all the different uh things that you saw from like the uh convenience store attached to the car like maybe uh if you press a button on the outside of the car it does something to the car like a lottery ticket shoots out oh fun like a lemon scented uh lottery ticket <laughs> and uh yeah a mobile slushy stand that would be fantastic i love that yeah. Does it does it drive around the park or does it drive around uh Happy Humans Town? That's a great question. Happy Humans Town would be would be pretty good. Um it would be a little tough to try to to get people to spend money on that if it's in the Happy Humans Town because if people are staying at a resort 9 times out of 10 you're not really going to have them like in the resort during the daytime no they're going to be at the park yeah that's true so if you if you had the slushy uh the mobile slushy car slush delicious uh running <laughs> like driving through uh through the resort like say from uh five to nine or five to, t- to ten yeah that would be that would be great you know what it um, might be Hmm. Um, I wonder if it could be like a, or I remember. I want the things that are from this movie that are in the park to be the kinds of things where like you don't need to know what movie they're from. You're just like, oh, there's a cool slushy car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you don't have to know what it's from. And then like yeah. one day, if you see the movie, you'll be like, oh, what the heck? That's the thing that is at the park. That's cool. I didn't know that was yeah. from a movie. <laughs> Oh, and get this, Kenneth. There is uh, at that gas station scene, uh, one point uh, on like the side or the back of the car, a popcorn machine spits out popcorn at Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. So maybe it can be slushies and popcorn. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. Yep. All right. I think that's good. I think that's great. So yeah, little additions. And if you wanted it to in the in the resorts, you can do it in the evenings. If you wanted it in the park, it can be like a daytime thing. Or you don't even have to have just one. You can have multiple ones. One at the park, oh, one yeah. at the resort. Yeah, as long as you never see two, two of them at the same time, you're good. Yeah. And maybe have a... Oh, we could take it one step further and have a puppeteered uh, O driving the car and talking to people. If you wanted to. Wait, if say, you that, wanted say to. that again. It, you could have a puppet of O oh, in the driver's seat. And you can have a fun. puppeteer kind of stashed in the back seat. And he would be interacting and talking with people, maybe. That's that if be, you wanted that. That would be pretty fun, actually. So not only are you getting like food and beverage from this, uh, you're you're also getting a little bit of entertainment. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. I'm happy with this. I am. I am too. That's great. Great <laughs> addition. Uh, so final thoughts. Let's wrap up talking about this movie. Uh, well, you 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 go first while I formulate my thoughts. Okay. Well. Home was based off of a book, and I'm glad it was based off of something because um, it, it kind of, uh, having it based off of something kind of gives a little bit of forgiveness, I guess, or a little bit of, okay, I, I understand some of the decisions made on this film. Um, and, and a lot of the movies that get made by DreamWorks are based off of something. And that, and that's a lot of animated films, a lot of films, period. They're always based off of like a comic book or a novel or an idea. They're always based off of something. It's never an original idea. Yeah. So I in my pref in my opinion, in my preference, I, I prefer something that's a little bit more original as as far as like what I want to like watch and enjoy and things like that. As far as home goes, as a movie. I, I think it's it's it has its demographic. People went to go see this movie when it first came out and it made its money back. And it also has a TV show. So you know That's that right. there's there there's a core group of people out there uh that enjoy home and enjoy the characters, but if you would ask me if there are people out there, I would say I don't boove leave it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't right. my cup of tea. That's my preference. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's a movie that I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it very much, and. I think maybe it would have been more fun to have a person go to the alien world. I don't know. Just so many things. It's like you can't even start to work on fixing it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me at all. And yeah, there's not much, there's not much more I can say about it. I know I had something. This is a movie that, that when it came out, I actively avoided seeing it or like, the trailers, I would see like the ads and stuff, and I'd be like, "That I don't want to see that movie. That doesn't look like something I would like." Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, I was right. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I remember seeing the trailers and things like that whenever they first came out, and I was like, well, not for me. Yeah. And I was and I was right. We were right. Because, I mean, and think about this. Last time we were here talking, we were talking about the penguins of Madagascar. We couldn't say enough good things. Yeah. And, that's uh, true. So, yeah, all those people that listen that say we hate on things all the time, we don't. We just, yeah. we just didn't care for home. It's not for us. There's yeah. people out there that like this. It's not us. There must be. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that does it for that. Uh, with the rankings, I mean, it's pretty easy for me. It's easy for me, too. Yeah. You go first? Sure. This is All dead right. last. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the least in, the least amount of uh, enjoyment I have gotten from one of these films. Number 30? 31. 31? Uh-oh. Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Oh, there it is. I found it. I found the anomaly. <laughs> number 15. There's two number 15s on my list. Oh, okay. It's going to take a while. <laughs> so dead last. Uh, you want to ex- expand or elaborate on that while I change all these numbers? <laughs> sure. As I've already said um, before, um, I think that Spirit is a a movie that it's clear what kind of movie it wanted to be. And it did a good job of doing that. It's just not a movie that I wanted to see or that. Yeah. I wasn't the audience for that movie. Shark tale, I think is uh, a, a unique disaster of a movie. Um, I hope Dirk didn't hear that. Um, and I mean, above that we got Shrek the third. I honestly, yeah, like at least you got the characters that you know and love in that, but this movie, it's just, it's not bad enough to be fun and it's not, it doesn't have what spirit has of like, okay, well I see what they were trying to do. I was like, no, I think that they, I don't, it's just, I, I, it's, it's my least favorite. I don't know Yeah. what more I can say. My head's also just not fully here at the moment. So it's hard for me to uh, elaborate fully in detail as well as I normally like to. But uh, yeah, this was my least favorite. Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. And how about you? Um. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm having trouble. Anytime that I place a movie on my list, Kenneth, I'm always going, which movie would I rather watch? Yeah. This movie or this movie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm having trouble trying to decide if I would rather watch home or shark tale yeah that's where we're at on this and honestly if i had the choice i would put them both at the bottom (laughs) i i would just put them both i would put both home and shark tale at the bottom of my list and just have them tied as being two movies that i would absolutely avoid seeing again yeah um yeah I would much rather watch a horse movie again before I watched home. Yeah. And and now that we've talked about it, I kind of feel like I should watch spirit again, just so I can (laughs) try to understand the choices that I've made on this list. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to have to agree with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just for brevity's sake, 
I think it it instead of agonizing over this, I think it would be easier just to agree with you and say that I I would not mind avoiding be- home for the rest of my life again. <laughs> this is this is why it would be worth it to watch Shark Tale again is just the one scene with the shrimp talking about the baby that he's taking oh, care of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's nothing that good in home. <laughs> yeah. Except except for Slushalicious. Um Yeah. But Slushalicious's theme song is obnoxious to me, so I don't like yeah. that. I like the way the car looks, I don't like the way it sounds. Yeah, Slushalicious dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was sad. But yeah, at least Shark Tale has that shrimp. Yeah. I guess so. I just don't like Shark Tale. <laughs> All right. Home's at the bottom. I'm All right. sorry. And, and if there's people that are listening that want to give love and respect for home, you do you. Yeah. I, I This is not a personal attack against people that love home and love the the characters from home. And in, in the crazy random happenstance that you're someone that's listening that's worked on home and you liked working on the movie home <laughs> and you stand by the decisions made for the movie home let me tell you something this is also not a, a direct attack against you or the the work that you've done to make this movie possible yeah we're just saying that we we have some concerns <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh I have to listen you know, to my heart. Yeah. You got to trust heart, your gut on this one. Yeah, my heart uh, kept trying to walk away from this movie, and I said, no, we have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's nothing against you. It's nothing yeah. against what you like. We we just happen to have this platform where we're able to discuss movies that we like and we don't like, and we both come into an agreement where we don't like home. Yeah. Is there a movie that we're going to see later on down the line that's going to top that? Is Boss Baby going to <laughs> save home? This we do not know. Yeah, I don't know. I truly don't. So, well, you know, there it is. But it is that time. Let's find out what critics thought of this movie because it's time to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, listening. Ladies, folks, listening to uh, Dream Jerks podcast, hello. This is uh, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is where uh, I have been gifted with the uh, information of knowing the tomato meter score for uh, the movie Home. And Kenneth has to guess the number. And if he gets it on the dot, I will, uh, you know, I'll give him a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. So, Kenneth. <laughs> I would love I would love nothing more. Well, there you go. Yeah, Kenneth Home is a uh is rated PG. It came out in 2015. It is uh categorized as sci-fi animation and hmm. it was an hour and 30 minute 34 minutes of our lives that we can't get back. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> what do you think the tomato meter score is for Home? Do I think the critics liked this movie? I think that the critics are hard to pin sometimes because sometimes you watch something and you're like, wow, I really loved that. And they're like, oh, it's some younger kids might like it, but it's not really enough for the grownups in the in the crowd. And I think that that's probably where they landed on this movie. Um, yeah. Do I think that it was below a certified fresh score, though? That's the question I have. 
Um, I would, I would be, no, I don't think this is certified fresh. I think, uh, I think this movie is in the, in the fifties. I would say like 57%. 57. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look at what the critics consensus says. The critics had to say this about home. Colorful, silly, and utterly benign. Home is a passable diversion but there's no shortage of superior animated alternatives. Yes. Well, okay. Yeah, I like that. That review is basically just says, uh, yeah, it's fine, I guess, but you should rather watch something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I agree with that. Okay, yep. yeah, 57. All right. No, 57. wait, that feels, that feels a little more positive. I don't know. Silly, read that again. Colorful, yes. Yeah. Silly, at times. Yeah. <laughs> Utterly benign. I'm not sure what they mean by that. Uh, Utterly benign. The, the the only time I hear the word benign is it when it's uh, in relation to a tumor. Yeah. I mean, this movie made me feel sick. <laughs> Let's look up benign. Because <laughs> uh, we, we're dirt eaters. Uh, gentle and kindly. Yeah, I guess not it is har- that. Not harmful in effect. A benign condition is not harmful. Okay. So it's it's harmless is what they meant to say. Okay. Colorful, silly, and harmless. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's leave 57? it. 57? Yeah, fine. Let's just do it. <laughs> okay. The tomato meter score for home is in the 50s, Kenneth. Hooray! But it is not 57. I'll take that as a win anyway. It's 52. Cool. That was my first instinct, but I was like, maybe they liked it a little more. 52? I'm, 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 I, yeah, this, this is great yeah. to me. 50 50. Either you liked it or you didn't. Yeah. And the I'd audience score is 64. Cool. I like there that. I'd be curious for listeners who liked this movie to write in and explain why. Um, to tell us your personal histories, your backgrounds, your what, 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 what did we miss? What did we get wrong? Yeah. You know, and, and don't attack us. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't treat this like you have. This is a life or death situation. Like you have to. You feel the need to defend. Yeah. Home. We, you know, just tell us why you liked it. We're curious. It's, I it's, am curious. It's more of a curiosity thing among anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. We're, we we just want to know the answers. Let let us glimpse into your head. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, that's the end of talking about home. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. We don't have any new emails or iTunes reviews, so you know, there's that. So if you want, you can follow the show on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dream Tricks Pod, or email us, uh, write in with your uh, updates to the Turbo Statue Saga, or why you like the movie Home. Um, you can email us at dreamtrickspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me at King Kemen on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow uh, our band Pangolin at PangolinFL on all social media. And um, find us wherever you've listened to music on the internet. You might like it. It's silly, fun stuff. 
Uh, but yes, Smoke Vanish, Alpha Zeta Bones Jones, Marcos Lightspeed, Crazy Calzoni, Fat Giraffe, Will Do Am, Bobo Denkirk, Christopher Plummer, <laughs> and Hansel Zipper. We'll see you all at band practice. Any final parting words, John? Is there any catchphrases from this film that we can conjure up? No. I think there was. I remember hearing one thing that I was like, I bet they wanted kids to say, oh, you know what it is? It's when he's he's dancing and he's like, I'm waving my hands in the air like I do not care. Oh, shut yeah. up. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, For the dream to work, <laughs> we got to go to sleep. So good night. Night. Come on, I wanna dance in the dark. Come on, we're gonna light up the night. Come on, I wanna dance in the dark. Come on, we're gonna light up the night. Dreamworks Podcast has no affiliation with DreamWorks Animation, Universal Pictures, or Comcast NBC Universal. The views or opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Penguin. <laughs>